Reverse, reverse. Everybody clap your hands. Alright, come on. <laughs> you guys. How low can you go, you guys? Uh, a really low if you're on the television show Unreal on the FX. FX? Well, you don't even, you don't even, oh, no, you don't even know. It's Unreal you on Lifetime. Sorry, I've you never watched the show before. Is it actually Lifetime? It is Lifetime. It is Lifetime. This is so what I missed. The show where we show how little we know about a show clearly, except one of us knows a little bit more, and we're not telling. No, I'm just kidding. That's me. Hello, I am Oliver, and joining me today is... The Cha, who's never seen an episode of Unreal in her life. Yeah, and Unreal is the show we're doing, by the way, folks. And... Stevie Ray Band, who also has never once seen an episode of the show. Not only had I never seen an episode of the show, I I didn't know the show existed until you guys told me about it. I don't believe it. I can't believe it. Wow, Stevie who Nixon? What? Stevie what? R- Stevie Ray Band. Nice to meet you guys. Ray, wow, Ray Band. Okay, nice. Okay. Well, welcome. I've never heard of you, but welcome, Ray Band. To so what I miss, and. Because I know a little bit more, I want to see you guys just fumble around with the concept of the show. I want to see you guys explain the episode to me. I know a lot about this show. I even rewatched the first season in the last few days again after watching this last season today. And by the way, before we get into anything else here, let me get my notes. The episode we watched today, Sudden Death, okay? And that is episode eight of what season you guys how many seasons do you think this show got how many come on take a good little I guess think four. you think it's four how about you three i think three well it actually is four it is four it is four seasons and this show got 38 episodes it started june 1st 24 2015 ended july 16th of 2018 this year weird thing is it took like a weird two-year gap between season two and three and then they released season four on top of season three this year, but they threw the show off of Lifetime, and season four only got on Hulu, which is bizarre. I guess they're just getting rid of the show entirely. I don't so know. So the finale was dumped wholesale all at once. Dumped wholesale, yeah, the same year as the third season, which is bizarre. It took That's a two-year break. That's very anti-reality television, because like reality television is probably the only reason why it's really necessary to have week by week episodics. Yeah, absolutely. It's just because it's like. You know, you don't want to live in someone's real head. Well, then again, I mean, The Bachelor keeps it going back to back always. They seem like they're nonstop. It's a train that just keeps going. They are. Now, when did Lifetime boot them from the network? Um, they booted this year. They played the last. They played the third season this year on Lifetime, and then the fourth season they just threw on Hulu this year as well. Okay, so the whole uh, the I okay, I was confused about whether the whole final season was on hulu or just the series finale no the final season okay the whole yeah, okay the whole and just like one fell swoop yeah for some weird i don't get it yeah but they just released it all at once surprising us too like they said they were gonna they picked it up and they were gonna release the final season on there everyone was like oh i guess lifetime hates the show entirely now and then they were like surprise we're doing it today and we're like okay no one really cares that so that's much cool. so they <laughs> dropped it like a beyonce album yeah they they fucking eliminated us eliminated us i just got eliminated but, yeah, it says a lot about Lemonade, by the way, that we still see that we still say Lemonade anytime we refer to that, and they just had a record come out, and I don't even know what it's called. Oh yeah, it's about how they have that song. It's like, I finally, we finally made it, but it's like you guys were celebrities when you met. You guys long made like, it, and you guys are the Illuminati, so it's like obviously you made it. <laughs> you invented making it, yeah. But here, 
I want to see you guys run through this episode. What happened on Unreal? The episode Sudden Death. What happened? I feel like I'm Grant, but I don't know if you guys remember who that is. What? Oh, shit. All right, so basically, it's a reality show that follows the producers. And the producers are mainly this lady with a real blunt haircut. And this other lady <laughs> with longer hair. The one with the blunt haircut is clearly, um, I don't know, if she, is she babe of the show? She might be my babe of the show because she's so mean. She is the babe she's of the babe show. She's definitely babe Easily. of the show. And she's, sort of, um, she's definitely the anti-hero whose face they focus on the most while she goes through these ethical challenges. And um, she definitely has the balls in every room. She's the owner of the balls. The other girl who uh, was Adam's girlfriend on Girls, like when he broke up with Hannah, <laughs> Lena Dunham, when he broke up with Lena Dunham and got with this other girl and was having like Lena Dunham style sex, but with this normal girl. Yeah. Named Meadow, I think. I can't. I no, 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 her name wasn't Meadow, but she looks like Meadow from The Sopranos. Sopranos. <laughs> as soon as you pointed out who that was, I immediately recognized it. And I thought, uh, yeah. I was and you just about... pictured her on her hands and knees. In front of Adam and him just being like, fuck! Specifically fuck. because one character told you to picture that. Sorry to throw that in. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, so... I also thought of her, like, just getting jizzed on by Adam Driver and her being awkward laying there. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, that's that's what happens when you're a normal girl and someone has, like, Lena Dunham sex with you. It fucks you up. They, <laughs> they call that rape. It's problematic. And then he angrily screams <laughs> Hannah again. Hannah! Oh. Hannah! Fuck! Oh, fuck! <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Hannah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, this is a different show. This is real. <laughs> And now uh, Adam's ex-girlfriend, she moved off of that rape, and now she's gone on to work <laughs> in reality TV, where she apparently helps hide rapes that happen on Bachelor-style love shows. Yeah, I'm very serious. Okay. And uh, well, well, I mean, what happened in the episode? How did it go? Like, what? where did we do? I don't even... Well, it starts off, they're talking about the diamond guy, right? Okay, the diamond guy, yeah. And um, But then it looks like there's also a coupling, so the producers are fucking... And they're power couples because they're also producers. So they have a stake in the reality contestants' real-world love lives that are enveloping on this show. There's also a gay black man who Jay. has a dance show. And a, na and a name, Jay. Jay. Jay, okay. It's Jay. a letter, and it's a name. Okay. <laughs> But it's like Men in Black. He's definitely set up as the good guy, because so far the show, this is all about white women being evil. So he's <laughs> set up as a really good guy, and he filed a complaint with the lady who played the documentary filmmaker's ex-girlfriend's <laughs> new girlfriend in Rent, the movie. <laughs> so she's there, and she's like a, a big honcho. So Fiona. he filed a complaint. Yeah. It's now he's trying to swing his dick around because all these producers that are fucking each other are like swinging their coupled dicks around. So he's like, you know, all these straight people are using sex to get power. I'm gonna, I'm gonna use sex to get power, but in the right way. I'm gonna file a complaint. Yeah, he seemed to have no love story going on. I mean, I don't. Which is why he's the best. Yeah. Yeah. He's not there for um, <laughs> the dick that she's not gonna suck. Who is she? I don't. We'll get to that later. Yeah, he's here for the right reasons. Okay. 
as he would say in Bachelor parlance, he's here for the right reason. I don't think he's here for the right reason. So. The, the, but the producers, that's one of the rules. Well, the you shows. know more than we do, don't you? The producers. No, I mean, I'm just <laughs> saying that because they say that I'm Bachelor. It is a common term. The contestants. Like, you're not supposed to fuck as a producer. You're like a eunuch who works in the palace. Well, I don't know about that on Unreal. I like the uh, Tracy Chapman producer. Oh yeah, she's the one I, the one who was in Rent. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I, I never Tracy saw Rent. Chapman Oliver, do you know the name of that actress? Uh, no, I do not. I feel like I should after that. Yeah, she, yeah. she's in Good Stuff. Um, <laughs> good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> but right now she's gonna produce the show. Okay, so then the next kind of plot thing that happens is Rachel, the girl who is apparently getting married to another producer. And they've been swinging their dicks around trying to get control over the reality TV universe. Um, she's feeling bad. I guess because she helped all those people get raped on the show. And she was <laughs> culpable. So she's feeling bad because she works in reality TV, right? And uh, so she goes, I guess, licking the boots of Haircut. And um, Haircut's all like you just love feeling bad like you're addicted to feeling bad like you're addicted to drama you're like a pig rolling around in shit, shit. and shit. we're gonna save this crippled crack horse she says a lot of good stuff but you have that clip if you want to like play it back yeah you can play that clip, play the clip that back. was sort of like when we got interested in the drama of the show so at first we were focused on the coupling but then we realized that the real interesting dynamic was actually between the two evil white women really are you sure yeah because, I mean, as far as I can tell, you're still the same lost, self-indulgent, spoiled brat you were the day I met you. Oh, come on, friend. Seriously, come I on. I am serious. Okay? It never ends with you. You love feeling bad. You roll around in it like a pig in shit. You wanted that stupid cabin. I helped you get that cabin. Then you wanted to put a ring on it, and as ballistically mental as that was, look, I am Crazy Rachel got that, too. So what now? You having cold feet? No, I'm just trying to make things right. I mean, come on, isn't this what you wanted? I am so sick and, and deeply tired of you pretending to be a better person than you are. You are a bad person, Rachel Goldberg. And you do bad things. And so do I. But at least I admit it. When I am admitting it, okay? That's why I'm here. Yeah, well, it's too late. I finally realized what everybody else has known about you for a very long time. And what's that? That you are a bad bet. A bad person and I a bad bet? I have life to live. I am out bad of the Rachel bad Goldberg business. For good. <laughs> Come on, what do you want? You want me on my hands and knees <laughs> groveling? Oh, there we go. Hands and knees. Hands and knees, yeah. Knees, yeah. To something. Like Come on, Quinn, how is this not enough? Fuck! Quinn could totally to Adam be her. the showrunner. Now you are the stinking showrunner. The stinking so showrunner. It seemed really weird that she said run. stinking after yeah. just yeah. being like, pig and shit. Pig fuck <laughs> shit. Yeah, we get it. It stinks. So get good. on your hands and knees, bitch. And then she's like, you're the stinking showrunner. You're the you're goddamn showrunner. Stink it up in your slop already. Yeah. You shit. I think part of it is just that evil white woman-ness. Oh, yeah. You know, Quinn does a great job at it. Yeah. Like, all the producers, even that producer who, like, we only <laughs> see for a second, because that, that, that guy is like, you're not going to be able to suck my dick. Like, even she, she had this bitchy, evil white woman vibe to her. Like, oh, yeah. Like, the Madison five seconds project. we... 
Yeah, she's like, yeah. oh, okay, uh, oh. you know, it's like evil white women. She had a very limited role in last season, but yeah. Okay. Anyone? At least everyone here dresses cute. Yeah. Okay. What happened next? What What happened next in this episode? Uh, the next thing that happens is okay. So, Adam's ex girlfriend from the television show Girls, she picks up a woman from jail who we assume correctly is a reality star because she fucking looks like one. She's got like Wonder Woman hair, face of a. Who did you say? It was uh, Rose McCathaway. Rose McGowan and Anne Hathaway combined. <laughs> Rose McCathaway. Rose McCathaway, baby. Wow. With, like, the good hair and makeup, despite being in jail, because she's a reality star, she's going to have better hair and makeup. It's a TV show, you know what I mean? Everybody. People are suicidal and in, like, literal pits of hell, and it's they have show, beautiful contour. It's a show. The show's a little bit meta, right? I got that. I picked that up. A little meta. Yeah. A little meta sex. It's a show about a show... Within a show, yeah, a spinoff of a show. It's it just it's weird. And it's like, so many levels. The producers really are fucking one, each but... other. Sometimes they fuck people on the show. Uh, so the reality show that we're focused on is a show where they're like building houses with each other. Like they're making couples do different challenges to see if their love can survive. Yeah. And so they're building houses. One of them, one of the more interesting challenges, is they're making a home cooked meal. And the very first one they do, the girl, like, this Latin lover guy's all like, I make you this whole cuisine for my home country. And she's like, this all just feels so produced. And then the next one is, like, this uh, white couple, uh, dudes from Australia, and the girl's, like, really Miami American white girl. And she makes him... Does she make him Cuban food? I don't know. Probably something stupid like Australian she, some shrimp. Or... She, she made him Cuban food. Oh, she food. did make him Cuban food. Yeah, And then okay. she gave him sh- Australian beer. She well, she gave him a six-pack of beer. That they yeah, didn't Australian. Drink. They yeah. Did, but they didn't drink or eat at all because you can't... Can't do that on reality. It's gross. Yeah, like and on that, The Bachelor, ugh, you can't... To hear they sounds. don't actually eat because you hear the sound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's noises. No one wants to hear that shit. No, it's disgusting. Do you love hearing that in your ears? <laughs> Back away from the mic. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so then she's like, "My son is everything," which is obviously very pivotal. Pivotal. What? Pivotal. 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 Moments in the show. Because uh, everyone seems like they're getting off of it. Oh yeah, and I think Quinn feels awkward. Uh, the haircut girl, the evil white woman, because she's pregnant. Mm, maybe some questions for later. Yeah, she's pregnant, and I think this one dude thinks he's the daddy, but actually this guy on the reality show is probably the dad. Uh, and there's a sassy stripper named Candy. Candy Coco, yes. Candy Coco. And... um. So Quinn's pregnancy affects multiple universes in this meta world. It, de- it definitely <laughs> does like pull together the extended Bachelor universe. Yeah. And not only that, but on this season, everyone gets to vote on people's destinies, which is complicated because if you're pregnant with one of the contestants, that's kind of like America voting on your destiny. Hang on. Pregnant with one... You're pregnant with a contestant is like pregnant with a future contestant? Yeah, pregnant with the next contestant. Pregnant. Yeah. The babies choose all. <laughs> Wait, I thought it was the same show. 
No, we're just making fun of what you said. Is I got pregnant? With <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It oh, sounds yeah, I like forgot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. pregnant with the next reality TV star. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if we're Kardashians. Oh yeah, we're Kardashians. We're pooping out fucking next stars. Yeah. So it also becomes apparent around here that the producers have special relationships and also financial and power interests in different particular contestants. So. It benefits the producers if certain people fall in love or if certain people's relationships don't work out. And they can also fuck contestants only in secret. Because that is taboo. In this awful world where you ruin lives, like, love is taboo. Um, so we got more notes. We got a bunch of paper. Okay, so then the affair comes to light in, within the show. And because they're having the live whatever, like kind of like in The Bachelor, like the After the Rose or the Mental All, they're having that. And then somebody, who was it? Who was it who said uh, that that girl got pregnant? The Latin Lover Man. He was like yeah. um, a star from an earlier season. I don't think he was a star from that season that was actually I, existing in yeah. real life. The guy that, that I I made you all this food from my home country and I'm a good yeah. man yeah uh he was all like oh yeah one of our producers got pregnant by a guy in the show named August and it's so rigged Quinn the haircut she has to enter her own show she has to step out from behind the scenes as a producer and go on to the show and that's really good so that's like if Chris Harrison on The Bachelor fucked somebody like ever like, if he had sex, it would be as moment as intense as this. Because <laughs> Chris Harrison is contractually obligated to never have sex. He's a eunuch in the palace. You cannot book the contestants. All right. So, but then once Quinn gets up there, she switches up the narrative and she's like, actually, I'm not the bad guy. There's another producer who's even worse than me because, yeah. Well, no, she's, she, she denies fucking anybody, but then she also points she deflects and points to someone it's like there's another producer who helped cover up a rape and uh so rachel thinks it's going to be her and she's going to finally fall on her own sword and she gets off on that because she gets off and feeling bad like a pig rolling around in the shit uh, <laughs> uh but then she she's she ends up selling out tommy instead well, well, she's like there's this horrible person who did all these bad things and Rachel's like it's me I'm the bad person yeah I help cover up rapes oh I cover up multiple rapes uh, yes I put a PTSD contestant on TV because that's what you fucking do and um she's like Tommy and Tommy is the guy who she was engaged to Rachel was engaged to but she obviously doesn't like that much cause she's too intense for anybody any dude really yeah yeah, so Haircut saves Rachel instead of selling her out. And Rachel's like, why the fuck did you do that? And then she's like, I can never do that to you, Rachel. So they have kind of a reality TV-esque alliance where they're like bitchamies, like frenemies. I didn't like it because it, as soon as you say that, if you say that line, like no matter what, I always think of Ross on Friends and I really hate Ross yeah. on Friends. Well, she's I can never that, do Rachel. that to you, she's Rachel. crazy, Rachel. Hey, man. Crazy. Yeah, Rachel. She's great. Really crazy. Yeah. It's more of a more of a Monica Cougar Town thing. Call it Rachel Rach. 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 Oh yeah, I have certainly called Rachel's Rach before. You usually, have raged out, you but have... usually in a condescending tone. Oh okay, you're just a Rach. Hi Rach. Oh hey Rach. Hey, Rach. <laughs> <laughs> 
Is it gaming? <laughs> all right, so after all the straight people have fucked each other into oblivion, the one gay black man remains, and he basically gets to take the throne. And like a weirdly green screen scene. Yeah. Of like. And uh, so then this other ditzy, like, sort of prototype evil white woman, like one Madison. protege evil white woman, Madison. Of course, her name is Madison. Yeah, <laughs> and she's got like the long hair. It's brown, and she could be Jewish or Protestant. Okay, understand. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, she's wearing a fucking like limited skirt suit, and the black guy is so not impressed by her because he's gay. He's a gay black guy, so he's like rising above this trash heap. And he's like, sorry, Maddie, I'm the one digging town. You can't suck. (laughs) So he's going to reign supreme because he can't be... All these other people have this weak spot where they can be bought and sold based on their love because they're a bunch of straight people fucking each other in reality TV. Yeah, but Fiona and Jay, they're gay. Yeah, the gay people are going to have a better time because these shows are about straight people and there's how straight people drama is so stupid yeah they could ruin them that's and what they're that's their plan all along <laughs> by the way people they're gonna ruin the straight and people fiona is um tracy chapman is that right which one's fiona yeah i guess yeah 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 okay yeah yeah she's the actress from rent rent yes yeah Okay, um, okay, is that the, yeah, that's the end of the episode, isn't it? No. Oh, no, no, oh, yeah, there's one more thing that happens. What else happens? Oh, yeah, Rachel baked a pie. Oh, what the fuck? Uh, because she's on her apology tour. And she's like, I don't know if you should eat it or not. So basically, she (laughs) just Taylor Swift did a pie. She gives it to the old guy that haircut's fucking, right? Yeah, yeah, that's a chat. Oh, we forgot. Did, Did haircut grieve an abortion? Whose baby is this really? Yeah, I'll. We will get... You have these questions. Okay. I will answer Okay, all right. And then I also want to know the very last thing that happens is someone sets it on fire. Bum, bum, set, Sets what on sets fire? Sets the set, the mansion. Like, if we're in the Bachelor universe, the mansion. Like Everlasting's the mansion. The place, yeah. The place where the, on all the dresses, all the sparkly dresses, you know? Yeah. Because it's like a Mardi Gras ball every damn day in reality TV universe. I love it. I would love to do it. Because <laughs> I love Mardi Gras balls. It's exactly like sign up. Mardi Gras ball. Why isn't there doing a auditions. reality show about Mardi Gras balls? Ooh, that would be good. Be called Balls to the Walls. Oh. Because our town isn't balls very uh, aesthetically appe- uh, appealing in like the Civic Center type way. They'd have to build a whole new arena or building <laughs> to make it look like really, really glitzy. Well, no, it's just editing. Yeah. Because there are some fabulous people. Yeah. Can we get a crap blitz? Us. Uh, uh, <laughs> there are fa- and there are other fabulous people. I want to be the Jade character, but like the white version. <laughs> Jade, like America's Next Top Model. Like the J, like the uh, yeah, the yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> is gay. Oh, uh, the gay guy who runs the show because he filed a complaint. <laughs> okay, so that's the end of the episode. That covers it. Yeah, that covers the episode. That's All what right. happened, and. I liked it. Liked I it. loved it, and I, I want it. some more. Yeah. Uh, Did you guys hear this show before watching this? Huh? Did you guys hear of this? No, at I all? told you. Ray I've Man? never Nothing. heard of this show. Never heard of it. Okay, never. what about you, Chaz? I heard about it actually from my friend Gidget, who said we should do the episode on the show because she used to work uh, behind the scenes in reality television. She's in. Yeah. Okay. So she knows what it's like playing God. How did she? What did she say about um, how this compares to real life? 
Well, I don't know. She didn't say anything specifically because I don't like to be spoiled before mm-hmm. I do an episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Um, but just from the stories that she's told me, it seems like, I mean, yeah, producers are human beings and, like, they do, like, hook up and stuff happens. And so it's like there are different narratives and there's also the amount of reality TV that's real and mm-hmm. the amount that they're manipulating. Yep. Like, some of those court TVs, you know, it'll be entirely fake cases and shit. Of course. So, yeah. But then some of it is real. Israel. Israel. Support you know, Israel. You know what that sounds like to me? Professional wrestling. Boom. Yeah, it is. Pro yeah. wrestling is the original reality television. There, Set it here. It is completely... And there's real life narratives. Real life narratives. Real shit is happening whether we know it or not. And sometimes it's fake and it looks totally real. You never can tell. It's just... Yeah, I hate when people say wrestling is fake. I hate when people say The Bachelor is fake. It isn't. No, it's love. Because, no, the tears are always real. The tears are definitely... We watched that last S- night. Some of the conflicts are produced, but then the tears are real. I just want to say that, um, not to go on a tang, but as, comparing the two, it's it's really, really funny. Is like more people, I guarantee, believe that The Bachelor is more real than professional wrestling. And people have died on wrestling, like like live on TV. Bachelor contestants have killed themselves. And someone died on Unreal. But, but like, in real life. Guess what I mean. <laughs> Stripped of the Unreal. <laughs> I mean, Bachelor's killing themselves, for sure. But that's not having to do with the show. That's just really well, unfortunate. I think How do does, you know? Okay, love. These people have like real, real anxiety on television, like, and PTSD is used as kind of um, a bargaining chip in these shows. Can contestants are kept on a little bit longer because America wants to watch them go crazy? Yeah, they want to watch them fizz out. Yeah, they love it. Like on The Bachelorette, when they put David and Jordan on a date together, the only reason she went on a one-on-two date with those two men is because America wanted to see them fight in the desert. And then Jordan starts talking about, like, his mom who had all these mental illnesses and how he was a real person and had pulled himself out from nothing. And he's, like, about to cry, but he's also posing like a male model. And, like, that's reality television right there. And that's a produced moment. Oh, yeah. And that's also genuine up. in a way. And a complete waste of Becca's time. Like, so much of that show. <laughs> yeah, you can't call the love not real. It's real. Israel. Israel. And Israel. By the way, on Pakistan. Israel, this show, by the way, we do love to support Israel here. And the show. No. <laughs> the show on Israel is on the channel Yes Drama Channel. Okay, so if you're in Israel and you want to watch the show, it's on the Yes Drama Channel. I looked this okay. up. That's yes a real drama? fact. The Yes Drama. Yes right. Drama. Hello Israel. Not the Yes Comedy Channel. Yes Drama. Okay? <laughs> Israel. Don't get it mixed up. Israel. Israel. We we like descend from like uh, Israelite Jews. So uh, hi Israel. Hiya. Hey. Yeah. Okay, so I have any questions? What I'm here for these questions. What questions do you All have? All right. Uh, who set the reality show on fire? Uh, 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 okay. Do we know? I think, I think God, in a way. I think God may have done it. Maybe the but show didn't. producers in... are God. And, I mean, producers <laughs> are gods of this reality. To be fair, Jay did say earlier in the episode when he was, like, walking away from rage. And he was like, God, I'm so sick of you, rage. Like, how do you not have a soul anymore? Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, 
Someone should just burn this place to the ground. Someone should just burn this place to the ground. Do, do, do. That's one of those moments like when a Rachel's like, Do you want to see me on my hands and knees? <laughs> <laughs> do, do, do. <laughs> so yeah, main J could have done it. Someone else could have done it. And God, more importantly, could have done it. Maybe Rachel's it didn't happen. crazy enough to do it. Crazy Rachel. Crazy Rachel. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm more on the God side. Wait, no, do you think, okay, do you think old boyfriend who was, like, mourning Quinn's pregnancy in the, yes. in the woods by the river to the indie mm. music? Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot because he was taking this shit personally. Dude, can you pull up the indie song? Yeah, well, no, it's only, like, five seconds. It's okay. barely anything. Actually, it just happened on the screen. Oh, you missed it, then. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's done. Well, it's kind of like... And he's like by the river in his fucking uh, leather jacket. Down by the river and I'm down by the river and I'm mourning an abortion. Mourning an abortion, presumably, right? Oh yeah, that's another question. Is this the Quinn's pregnant? He thought it was his, or he thought he was gonna raise it with her. That's how the episode starts. The episode starts with a montage going back and forth between Quinn and Rachel. Quinn is like looking at these baby pictures of like a fetus. So it's not really a baby. I'm sorry to make a oh, playful statement like that. Oh, and that's what like he that. buries. He buries the picture. But it's yeah, really an open-ended thing. I read an interview about this where Sarah Gertrude, what's her name, Stein? No, it's not Stein. It's Sarah Gertrude um, Shapiro. Michelle Geller. It's Michelle Geller. <laughs> she um, says she wanted to leave it open-ended as to whether um, she actually had an abortion or a miscarriage. But, of course, she would tell Chet that something happened with the baby because she couldn't oh. tell him that it was an abortion because he's really like he was really amped on this baby he was amped baby amped and so it could be a choice that she made it could also when, be a choice that happened to her exactly but and, either way she's she's going through this private struggle when she's watching that girl on the reality show that she's producing being like my son is everything yeah and that's my son is everything is such a throwaway reality TV line, and you can tell he's kind of receiving it that way, like they're just doing script. And then she's like, "No, seriously, my son is everything." And she like goes into it like, "We do stuff together, Rayad. Like my son, <laughs> we play the ball together. It changes you. Like you, what are those things? Food together. Like you know when you're trying to explain to people, like it's like this, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I get it." And you're like, "No, you don't get it. Don't it's get playing things, Xbox. You had to be there to understand that joke." That's what my son is like. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> that's like that's one of the more true to life things you can possibly you, you would have on the show. Or just that that one line coming from like just like a basic white girl, because like the basic stock line. Because if you look anywhere it's online, true. it's super true. Every, it's true. That is a line that everyone uses on Facebook or Instagram or anything. It's like you wouldn't Tinder. understand. You're not a mom. Yeah. Not um. Mom. You you love beach walks. You love the office. It's kind of who you are. Um, you know what I really like is pizza. You wouldn't even believe it. <laughs> you don't even know. Okay. You wouldn't know. Like. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with watching The Office. You would never this, guess. These are like base things. Beach. Oh, and by basic the way. Bitch. Yeah, we're talking about basic bitches. Yeah. yeah. You got the um, uh, mom life or like, you always have to say that. Or um, my dog is my everything. Puppy she, mom. She has a tattoo of a cross on her wrist. And she's such a nerd. She loves Harry Potter. I'm, I'm a nerd for Harry Potter, Batman, and Jesus. Harry Potter, Batman, and Jesus. I want to commission a painting of Harry Potter, Batman, and Jesus playing pool. You want to know the tattoo that these uh, producers have on their wrist? I don't know if they showed it at all during this season, but during the second season, it was a little, little cut, a little deep cut in there. All right. But um, I think it's um, on the wrists. Both of them got the 
very start of the second season, they got money, dick, power on their wrists, like it just has a list of things to get. I guess I don't know. So yeah, but. they do use sex as bargaining chips. Oh yeah, definitely. It's actually this season. So oh, manipulative. Goodness. This season was crazy. And I liked kind of it. Like what's really toxic about the power couples? Because I mean, obviously our society really celebrates power couples. We get so excited when people form an alliance like that, whether it's Bill and Hillary, or fucking uh reality tv show couples or anybody mm. so but the way these couples kind of work actually kind of makes the women feel really lonely and makes the men feel really sad too i don't know it just seems like the power games they were playing was fucking with their own dynamics together so like yeah. they would use their power like oh now we're a couple so we now we have double power mm. as producers but then that dynamic would hurt them like when that guy was so sad, like uh, burying a picture of his abortion slash miscarriage in the nice leather jacket by the river with yeah. the indie music playing. And the reason abortion also, picture. Quinn was okay with it though because uh, Rachel rudely told her in the episode prior, "You're not supposed to be a mother. Some people aren't meant to be mothers. You're one of them." Something Rachel to told that to haircut? Yeah, to her haircut. To her so, haircut Okay, mentor. that just justified mentor. everything that fucking haircut said to Rachel. Oh, yeah. Whenever she blew up at her, definitely. Rachel really is a bitch. No, Rachel made the full she's transformation. Just the I feel like she's, the, she's a nouveau bitch, you know? Yeah. Like, nice girl turned bitch. Like, she used to be the girl that Adam from Girls jacked off on on HBO. Fuck! But now she's like a hammer of her own beast. <laughs> yeah, but now, like, yeah, it's probably because she's so PTSD'd out <laughs> from being jacked off on and treated like fucking dog. And called by, and called Hannah. But <laughs> Adam all, Driver, all the, the guy from Star Wars, the bad guy from Star Wars, jacked off. Yeah, he got there. big after that too. And what did she get? The show that just got ended. Well, I don't know. It's a really good show. I mean, this show. actress is one of the driving forces. All the actresses. That's really. good. That's good that you like this show. All the actors are really, really good. People really hated this show after the first season a lot. Is like it, people are felt lifetimey. I guess the second season made a lot of race-related mistakes because they had like the first black suitor, and they did it before um, the Bachelor universe actually did. They did it on their fake Everlasting show before so the was Bachelor. So the criticism based on like the subject matters that the characters were choosing for their reality show or was it the actual racial politics of the overarching show racial politics of the overarching show just hand they handled some issues oh okay some of it yeah i can understand but i mean it came back into its own really in the third in this season especially i like this so season a lot but i'm the weird person why that still they like had the, show. the um what's his name what's the guy what guy the guy who runs everything, whose dick you can't suck. Oh, uh, Jay. Jay, yeah. Jay? Yeah, Jay's normally a producer on that show. Madison that, used to be a producer on That's probably why they had Jay too. prevail, is because they wanted to get over the evil white woman streak. He's always like that, though. He always wants to be, like, I don't know, morally justified, especially in the second season. That's when he started doing stuff like that. But Yeah. Let's see. But as you said before, producers are assigned certain people in the show. So, like, if all your people are gone, you just go home. It's done. You're done for the season. Uh, oh, so your livelihood involves keeping them on. Yeah, your cash bonuses rely on, like, getting them into fights and stuff. Getting and making sure they're interesting. And producing <laughs> them into the right situations. Making sure they don't have herpes. Yeah, definitely keeping the herpes away from them. I'm always amazed. Like, 
Just that they're able to get all these people together that don't have herpes or HPV. I think they are too. Statistically, honestly. and like they're that hot. <laughs> they don't have anything, <laughs> and there's that many of them. But so you got any other questions? Any other queries? <laughs> Steven, do you have any questions? No, not really. Yeah, right um, now. I. Really, really. Oh, wait, no, the rape thing. The rape thing. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Which rape thing? The one that was explained yeah, on. Yeah, the one that Rachel the... covered up the reason she's a bad person. Oh, that's right. Okay. Okay. What happened? Oh. What happened with? Yeah, is that the thing? With, okay. Um. Oh God. Let me get my explaining Somebody shoes raped on. two of those bitches on the show. Okay, so what happened? Was on the first season. I'm sorry, of women. Unreal. They raped those women. Oh, yes, thank you, thank you. Strong, Contestants. strong women. This was it Rose McCath? Was it Rose McCathaway? Rose McCathaway. Rose McCathaway was one of them, okay. and also was it was that Candy the stripper? Okay. Oh yeah, you're referring to Rose McCathaway. They're referring to Ma- 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 Maya. 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 Maya and Noel. Uh, it wasn't Candy the stripper. Noel was um the other person that might have been. It wasn't Candy. No. Lading. It wasn't Candy Coco. So what happened originally was on the first season of Unreal. There was a British dude who was going to be the suitor, and like all the women were going to have to compete to win the suitor's heart. He was a British dude, and he invited his British friend on, Roger, one day. And Roger sort of, he definitely date-raped Maya. So he was like a sub-character. He was a sub-character that they brought back for the Paradise season. Why they brought him back? Because Rachel wanted to create drama, and she brought him back with Maya. My Maya, I keep wanting to call her Maya. I feel like that's the only reason they're bringing Chris from The Bachelorette into Paradise. Yeah, but still, he was a character. This is weird that Roger wasn't even a character in the first place. So they set yeah. up a situation in which um, Noelle was feeling like I don't know, really upset about herself and not feeling right. Wait, so they so she drank a, a lot. Date rape? They produced a date rape. They produced a situation where a date rape happened. Yeah, Rachel set up a situation, and then like. When people were, like, seeing it happen, they're like, whoa, you should stop this. It's happening, like, right here on the monitors. We need to call the police. And she's like, no, 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 wait. We're going to get Maya to stop it. And they had, like, Maya coming in with a knife and everything to stop it. And then she jumps in and cuts off the dude's dick. But they edit it in a way to make it seem like Maya was just jealous of uh, wait, Roger and Noel. Wait, she cut off the guy's dick? Hooking up. Yeah, she cut off. I think she cut off his dick. She cut at his dick. Maybe it didn't go off. I don't <laughs> Go off? <laughs> the, the knife didn't go off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that the dick, 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 the dick didn't go off. It was hard. Okay? Yeah, it broke the knife. Shit was going <laughs> off. But, but my knife was loaded with plagues. <laughs> <laughs> so... Okay. They cut the footage in such a way, and oh, like so Maya they made it look like they just had a stupid plot. Yeah, tryst, but no, a rape happened, and almost a ra- and rape almost happened again. The panties yeah. were off for Noel. I have to watch this show. Oh yeah, yeah. and the first season. I don't even care that I know how better. it ends because I also don't. Oh yeah, tries. You don't know how the other seasons end. They get oh. fucked up. And the fir- the reason people think the first season's better, I think, is because they had the other showrunner, the original cro- creator on it, Marty Nix Naxon. She was not the one that was originally um, a co-producer in the Bachelor universe. That is um, Sarah Gertrude, uh, not Stein, Shapiro. Okay, Sarah Gertrude. Yeah, she yeah. made a short called Sequin Rays, which is what this whole show is based on. And we could watch that if you want to, in order to get more of an idea. But afterwards, okay, yeah, of course, I would definitely be down. That is a good short movie. But in my mind, honestly, I don't. Feel, well, after watching that short movie, I don't feel like the show need. Anything needed to exist beyond that short film, but it was cool that it got a first season. And as far as and like nothing a lifetime, like lifetime show, mm-hmm. like because there's definitely what I love about it is 
it's taking something as poofy as reality television and then it's also taking something as poofy as or you know people perceive it probably because they're sexist but the way people perceive like lifetime and lifetime shows and content as mm-hmm. you know that's for women that's like women's whatever yeah this is dramas but it's doing that in an elevated way like it's doing the perfect lifetime soap opera kind of feel in a way that's truly compelling and updated and actually has something to say about our culture yeah it's reflects seriously the best thing that life that i've seen on lifetime from them that's been like an original thing they make those bad movies all the time <laughs> um like you know this based on other things what they do a brady bunch they did something that was weird but michael jackson's bodyguard come on exactly michael jackson's bodyguard <laughs> yeah this is the best thing they've done since uh that intimate portrait with meredith vieira that was actually pretty good that was like her preview type late 90s thing where she would sit down and talk with people and have like a podcast before podcast well they did uh what's that other show we did episode on devious maids they did did do devious maids which was a show that what's her face from uh desperate housewives oh eva longoria eva longoria was producer and it was an all latina cast serial drama and that ended recently too so Lifetime mm. has recently been ending a lot of these shows. Yeah, why did they throw this out? That show in the like air? really compelling female characters. Like this, these shows are driven by bitches. The hardcore, yeah. The hardcore bitches, and that's such a treat for an actress to play. Honestly, yeah, because we know? get to see this is the, yeah the best antihero women and I've we're, seen. We're honestly. passing the best doll test all over the place. Oh yeah, <laughs> we're throwing up on the back. Like we're re Bechdel, Bechdel, Throwing up on the dick of the best doll test. Yeah. Over here. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even say um, it. That's how much. Yeah, so I just want to say to Lifetime, like, you need to stop ending your relationship with these the people that are creating this content. I don't care where it's coming from, but this is a treat for actresses and viewers. Yeah, this is really, really good. And I really, I hate that, um, I actually hate that it got canceled. I guess I wouldn't, I would have never heard about it or seen it if it didn't get canceled. But well, yeah, it didn't necessarily get, it got like, they knew it was going to end, but they didn't necessarily get the cancel well, it got moved to on. Hulu. Yeah. It got moved to Hulu. So the thing is, the first bad sign... Lifetime decided they didn't want to have a relationship with this show for some reason. Yeah, the first bad sign before the Hulu move actually was, we're going to make two seasons come out in one year. That was announced. And then they, they Beyonce eliminated. And they're like, we're going to throw ending. it on Hulu, too. We don't want to be associated with this anymore. It's a shock drop! It's like they did that with oh, R- Rashida Jones's show, her cop show. That got canceled? No, it didn't get canceled, oh, okay. but like when they dropped it, when they dropped the first episodes, they did it all at once. Drop. Oh, okay, yeah, that's yeah, that's too much. It's really weird. I mean, it made me. It's the only reason I watched it, but it they did weird. actually the same with Search Party, and I watched through all that, and it worked out. But different shows, different. Yeah, things. Search Party is really good. That would be a good show, Splinter. Oh yeah, but any other questions? What are the questions? Or this is it? Okay, so the I feel like okay, so I feel like I understand the right. Uh, what is the relationship of old boy to old boy, uh, old boy friend? The guy that's from Scary Movie 3 and 4, by the way. 
that where I recognize him from? <laughs> yeah, that is where you recognize him from. Yeah, I was wondering what happened to him after that. This is where he ended up for a yeah, second. Yeah, that was their relationship... a scary time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> their relationship... he made it out to work in reality television. Chet and Quinn's relationship's a little bit weird. Um, he started out as showrunner in the first season, and she actually... There were a couple, sort of, and she actually created... It was her idea originally, but he was showrunner. She so the show was their baby? Yeah, sort of, but he was married at the time. Yeah, he had to get out of that marriage to get with her. It was all slow process to get together and still split up and then get together again. But now they're together again, so. Yeah. It was their baby, yeah, definitely. You can't hook this up was with the Bachelor in Paradise on season. your show. Because Paradise is finite. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot <laughs> on the show about the cult of the showrunner, which I think is very prevalent in our culture and the way we watch TV now. Mm-hmm. It's like it used to be like, oh, I'm so excited. They have this new show with Jennifer Love Hewitt on it. And I'm going to watch it. Mm-hmm. But now it's more like Ryan Murphy has a new show about literally whatever topic ever. And someone will be like, yeah, I'm going to watch this weird show. Ryan Murphy's doing a show called Obscure Topic. And it's got this really weird TV actor in it. And I'm going to watch it. It's got like a full cast of gerbils. So yeah, to watch it's it. like uh, the showrunners ha- do have a lot more power in the fiction universe, probably in part because of just a whole lot of showrunners coming up through the reality TV universe. Because mm-hmm. that's where you get your, that's where you start, man. Like, yeah, that's how you know that's how to where produce you start off, yeah. by producing people. That's where you get jobs. And so you get jobs on reality TV, and you learn how to create stories out of people, and then you go on to make the stories that we see on television. And it's, uh, that whole thing is kind of perpetuating our own reality because even as little TV as we watch for the show, like it affects, I'm going to use some of those lines in my next altercation. (laughs) What lines? Oh gosh, let's see. I'm going to use, sorry, Maddie, I'm one dick you can't suck. Oh, that's (laughs) I have never touched August. <laughs> I'm going to use that when I'm an elementary school teacher. My son is everything. Um, you love feeling bad. You're like a pig rolling around in shit. Yeah. I'm going to save this crippled crack horse. <laughs> crippled crack horse is a very good Yeah, idea. that's crippled weird. Crippled crack horse, yeah. Horse. Is, you know, cri- not crippled crack whores. Crippled crack horse. Crippled crack horse. <laughs> she said crack horse. That's so good because just picture it. It's a crippled crack horse. Now you can say that, crippled but you can't crack. say retarded, by the way. And I'm only saying this, I rewatching the show, I'm in the second season. There was a weird part where they censored out a word, and I had to look this up on Google. I had to look up a website that had the script for it. They censored out retarded. They censored out a line from Gwen haircut where like she's like. Like when they switched it from TV to Hulu? Yeah, when they switched it to Hulu, they, it was Hulu um, she out. was talking to Madison. Yeah. She was like, "Yeah, and wearing pink tails at that age makes you look blah 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 blah." Except the words retarded instead of yeah. nothing, as they made it. It was bizarre. I don't know why they censor it like that. What am I supposed? What? I understand it on the one hand because I feel like we've had to do a few censor things making this. Because sometimes you know when you're like drunken in the moment and we're all problematic assholes, we'll accidentally let a word slip. And so we it's just, not as bad as you think it is, people. No, it's, yeah. no, it's we're not. nowhere near Every as bad other as word, is. we're just cutting all these Nazi well, sympathizers. Well, no, it's like, like I feel bad. I'm talking about the word re- retarded. Yeah, specifically. Like, I feel bad when I say retarded because I feel like it's kind of a colloquial habit. Definitely, but at the yeah. same time, it's like I know people that um, 
could be classified that way by a mean person and that's not what I mean by it but I still know saying it hurts them so I'd want to edit it out of a podcast and me saying it but as far as if you're making a fiction show about these people that are anti-heroes that are assholes and they're assholes yeah haircut Benning's uh, Quinn is an asshole you definitely so it's problematic to me that we can't have characters that are problematic yeah they should be problematic and you should be able to I mean I guess you can look at it as cheap heat it's just like a cheap way to like get people like ooh riled up about it but I don't. But it would be effective, and um, that's what a producer would say. I agree. Life. Yeah, they would say much worse than that. Here's a question, just off to the side, real, real quick. Like you guys have watched a lot of uh, SVU, right? Yes. Dum, dum, Too dum, much. Some would say. I've watched a lot as well, but most of it's been like it was that first. I don't know. Not even ten years. That first seven or eight years, I watched a lot Wait, of. Wait, are you saying when there was still that simmering sexual tension? Yes. Stabler and fucking Olivia. Yes. Live. My, <laughs> my question is: I remember watching episodes of that show, and you guys. I don't know if you guys as well were like, they were just like, full blown dropping fuck bombs and shit bombs, but they were beeped out. No, I, I don't remember this. Do you what? remember that? Though there are episodes. I remember that. There you might be are, tripping out. I don't know about I'm not. This. I'm not. I Maybe saw censoring the wrong words. I'm telling you. And on, like, I saw these. Uh, both times I saw that, it was on those UFC. Uh, UFC. <laughs> USA. <laughs> USA might as well be UFC. Yeah, they I mean, as well, yeah. they, they has the rest. They got a lot. Wrestling. They keep it raw. They keep it raw. Yeah. <laughs> but, but no, I, that's, yeah, that's where raw I saw it. On, yeah. I just, I, I'd never noticed that before, and I never knew anything about that. But when I saw it, it kind of blew me away because it was just like one of the perps or some Stabler said something. This is what a Stabler was in the courtroom, like fucking losing it, and he said something, and it totally censored it. And, you know what it probably was? It was probably that actor like went just ham. Chris Maloney. Yeah, Chris yeah. Maloney. He's a nut. Yeah, he's probably awesome. Probably just went like improv, you know, like improv that mm-hmm. speech up, and then they were like, "We need to keep this." Yeah, it's two gold. We need to gold. keep this because this is one of those magic improv actor moments. I bet he's an improv actor. Can't you picture Chris Maloney just being? Chris That's why Maloney he sometimes everywhere? gets this comedy. No, like, I, no, I'm the, yeah, I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah, even even when it's funny, like on uh, Wet Hot American Summer. Yeah. Oh God, and he's in uh, Harold and Kumar. He's in um, what I was that other him. David Wayne movie? Uh, it was the romantic comedy one. I can't remember the name. The Baxter. Of it. No, not that one. Uh, that's not by David Wayne. That's Michael Showalter. Sorry, I'm getting my oh. Stellas mixed up. <laughs> you never saw uh, Harold and Kumar? I never saw Harold and Kumar. Yeah, Chris Maloney is disgusting in that movie. He plays this character called Freak Show that you would not know it's Chris Maloney. If I showed you a picture, you wouldn't believe it. We got so sidetracked. Chris we Maloney did. is not in this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's still the babe. He's the but yeah, he's, he's, he's the babe of the every show that he's in. The of every show. That is true. Why isn't he here? Um, but let's, like, roll call some of these actresses. Like, who are these actresses? Um, okay, haircut Quinn is Constant Zimmer. I at least know Constant that Constant Zimmer, tell me what she's in because I know I've seen her. She played basically the same role in Entourage. I had to find this out. I didn't watch Entourage. I remember her from Entourage. Here we go. Okay. We That's... have a connection to Entourage because, of course, we did uh, Ari's swan song on... The wisdom of the crowd. Wisdom of the crowd. I was about to say web of content. Web of content is such a better name. <laughs> web of content. That's how I would describe everything that happens on the internet, as well as this show, and the show we're doing a show about, and the show that show is about. 
But the show ended um, open-endedly. Oh, no, no. uh, yeah, and you want to do a roll call of the actors? Let's see. Yeah. As far as these actors' names are concerned, Sherry Appleby is Rachel Goldberg. Sherry Appleby, and she's been Adam's girlfriend, and what else? God, you really want me to fucking look up all this information. Well, I know, because I feel like this is important. I feel like like it's stupid that I don't know these women's names. It's like, I've seen fucking Sherry Appleby come <laughs> on, like... Call me Hannah. Working actress. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. She has to be all of these women in abusive relationships with uh, more dominating characters. Okay, you're right. Yeah, she was in Girls. She was Natalia. We definitely Girls. knew Natalia, that was right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I called her Meadow because she looks like Meadow. Hang story. on. Do they die? Are they in this house asleep when it burns? No, no, no. They're yeah, at yeah. Um, Quinn's house, I believe. Oh, that's house. another weird thing. At the very end, Rachel crawls like a dog on her knees. She her always driver. They're she always going in bed with each other. Back to the bed of the haircut. Yeah. She crawls right into her bed, which is weird. They have like a mom daughter relationship. She does that a lot. Oh, like, uh, it's a little like, bit more than that. Uh, I mean, I've, no, I've seen that episode of SVU before. <laughs> it was a speaking of which. Um, it was like it was like how in Grey's Anatomy how. Uh, Meredith and um, her girlfriend are. But no, Quinn and Rachel do have a very maternal daughter relationship. I don't know. They take care of. Well, haircut takes care of Rachel a lot, but still. I need Appleby a haircut to take care of me. Has also been <laughs> Officer Amelia Albers on SVU. I didn't remember that, but apparently it happened in 2013. Oh. Speaking of SVU, oh, it all it all comes back. Dun, dun, Everyone's been on that fucking dun, show, dun, yeah. Dun, dun, That's true. Jesus. But she hasn't been on too much, like, big stuff. <laughs> no, we don't need to do that. <laughs> There's no theme song, so we gotta do There is a theme song. It just wasn't in this. And I love how they normally structure the theme song, because they'll, like, start it for a second, and it'll show it, and then it'll get back to, like, people going, wait, What? And then it'll continue it again. It's like, so dum, dum. what I miss? And then you say, so what I miss? Dum, dum, bum, dum, bum, bum, dum. Dum. I think that was the first time we had actually uh, asked the question and give, given the uh, title to the podcast. Yeah, it's here we are. So what I miss? So what I miss? So what I miss? Say my name when you're fucking me. That's also <laughs> <laughs> like the reality TV show line. <laughs> But personally, I think it's a, I like the show a lot, and I think that for people who have maybe avoided the show after when, the second season because they hated it, I like the second season. But I think it is a redeeming season for you to come back to if you were avoiding it all this time. But for you who have not seen the show at all, what did you think? Loved it. We'll watch it again. Loved it. I think everyone should watch this show. I think everyone should go on Hulu and watch it and let Hulu know that this is trending. Oh, yeah, and we should enough. make this trending. And you can bring it back because it's and an open-ended cool ending. Because, you know, we just finished this season of The Bachelorette. And, mm. you know, we're all thinking kind of meta. Because shit is meta. And our interest in reality TV is meta. And it's interesting. And it's worth delving into. And a lot of the producers from the reality TV show universe are putting out, like, memoirs. Where they're describing the process. Which just gives this whole other element to it. So I think if you like being surrounded by media and you accept that we're all influenced by media and our own reality is constantly being shaped 
by media, which it is, uh, this is the show for you, and it's on Lifetime. <laughs> yeah. It <laughs> was on Lifetime, those traitors. <laughs> now it's on Hulu. Those horrible traitors. <laughs> and for people who really Imposters. like... Awful. Yeah, why are you ruining your fucking great shows? I don't know what shows you have on right now, but grow up, Lifetime. Yeah, like, Lifetime, it's like, you've done a lot of stuff that's really piqued my interest, but the only reason it's piqued my interest is because we do a show about shows that are ending. Yeah, and you ended these fucking shows that are piqued us. And it's like, what? Because I actually like your shitty little uh, movies about, like, the wife is being cheated on, and she ties up the nanny in the fucking And she's a pill all the time. It's just a pill. <laughs> <laughs> a literal pill, yes. That's, how they, that's the twist that Lifetime gets. Yeah, and like Sarah Paulson gets a lot of acting credits on your network, which is cool, because she needs a place to be when she's not doing Ryan Murphy. See, Lifetime is what Hallmark is now. If you, mm-hmm. like, Lifetime used to be what Hallmark is now. Like, Lifetime was all, you know, when you think of a Lifetime show, this is not what I think of. You well, know they've been I mean? restructuring. Absolutely. Which is why they did the, the Made show. Yeah. What's weird is they restructured to the maid show, and then they restructured that to do the Unreal show, and now they're restructuring again. Get your identity together on... No, I mean, it's Lifetime, okay? It's Unreal. Is That's it because it is. <laughs> they're, like, not comfortable competing? Because the thing is, Lifetime is not going to be able to compete on the same level as the major network dramas. They're not going to be. But this to. show actually did get a lot of buzz in the first season only. That's why people were so disappointed by the other seasons. But it's more it about, I think, they need to keep their network viable. I don't know. I think they should have multiple dramas. It should be a place where, like, women who want to see women in shows can go to. Like, you can always go there. Yeah, you can get a comedy of the women's. You can get a drama of the women's. Yeah. You know, the women's <laughs> that do win the dramedies, too. Get the women's. Because on regular networks, like, you have shows like... Like, The Office is a classic example of Parks and Rec where, you know, they use basic white male characters as kind of anchoring grounds to get people interested so they'll look at, you know, the women's or the old person or the fat person's perspective. And they're good about that. But on Lifetime, you can go just women. Bitches. (laughs) Golden Girls. Golden Girls, man. That was Lifetime for me. Golden Girls, that uh, intimate portrait show, and Unsolved Mysteries Marathon galore. Oh, yeah, and all the men on Lifetime are men we want to look at. Or men who hurt us. Men who yeah, we don't want to see yeah. anymore. Unsolved Mysteries. Ooh. Or uh, Dorothy Spornak's husband on Golden Girls. Or, like, warning, like, this is the kind of man you shouldn't be with. But That's those... all of the above. <laughs> For those who like the show as much as I do, I've loved this show. I watched every episode. I've even watched some first season twice. But if you want to watch more, watch the short that it's based on. It's called Sequin Rays. It's all over YouTube. It's easy to find. And Sarah Gertrude Stein, she Stein. I keep wanting to fucking call it. Sarah Gertrude, Sarah Gertrude Shapiro, Michelle Geller. Yeah, Michelle Geller. She um who worked on the as a producer of some sort and to some extent on the Bachelor universe. Yeah, so she actually knows... She actually has a response. I did capture this quote that she had to Vanity Fair if you want me to read it. Check this out. Nice. I feel like there will be blood on my hands forever, Shapira told Vanity Fair recently by phone. I so regret having put any of my time on Earth into that programming and for helping whatever tiny piece I did build what reality TV is today. I hope that some of what we've explored on Unreal is atoning for those sins, forwarding the conversation about the potential damaging effect of reality TV on our national psyche is a part of the reason why 
I wanted to make this show in the first place. So do you think she achieved her goal in that that's one episode you saw? so good. I think that's so important, and that's why I urge our viewers to fucking binge watch this show. Actually, and watch Sequin Rays. It's a great little short film. It's 20 minutes. You can watch that and see if you want to enter to it, because it has some... It has Francis Conroy in it, first off, okay? You know, a lot, a lot of people have regrets like this. Like, I read this great article about the different regrets that people involved in making the internet what it is today have. Like, the, the person who invented the automatic scroll, like when you're on a website and you just do your thumb and it scrolls, mm -hmm. the person that invented that regrets inventing it. Because they think that they created, like, an addictive substance. Oh. Because I thought because, really like, did. arthritis or some shit. But, yeah, it is true. Yeah, the thumb movement. I yeah, do, like, and just twiddle the automatic my thumbs like loading. That. This, <laughs> I have to all he scroll did my body. All he program, like, an automatic load <laughs> system that made the algorithm just work faster with a flick of the thumb. And he regrets that. Because it hurts people, and it makes us all consume media quicker. Mm -hmm. It does hurt people. Yeah, that, that movement is not natural to us. We're not supposed to be doing that. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of the people that create the components of a reality that we engage with have regrets, and we should we should listen to their art. I think it's important. I think this show's really important. Yeah, I. It's one of my favorite things we've watched in a while. And it's been a lot while since I've done an episode. I don't know oh, how, yeah. how long we've all done an episode. It's the been last a, time. yeah, it's been a while. We got together for one actually. We've, we've actually gone on hiatus, which is busy. another breaking the meta bridge. But like. We had a situation where we had a guy living here, and he doesn't live here anymore. And then I moved back home because I had a major breakup. Now we got cats and here. And I got a new job. Oof. Yeah, our sister, who was on our Devious Maids episode, actually. Yeah. Our sister, Becca, who's on Devious Maids. Sorry, Reba McIntyre. Yeah, Reba McIntyre. Uh, <laughs> she had deployed to Africa. Yeah. And her boyfriend... Let's too far into this. That's too to far unreal. into the backstory. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we've had a lot where we haven't had an episode. And I've really had no part of this. That was all their life. I've just been living. Yeah, Ray Ban over here. I've just been living my best life since the last time I've never been here. Never um, been here. And uh, but it's been pretty good. It's been it's unreal. been really really great. It's been unreal. Unreal. So what I miss. So what I miss? Watch so the what show. I miss. Watch the, what it's based on. Sequin Rays. If you want to get an entry show too. Hey. And if you want more, there's a spinoff of season one that follows one character, Faith. It's called the Faith Diaries. I hated it. It's ten episodes that are like two and a half minutes to five minutes each. It was weird. But hey. Do we want to do a show playing another show's playing next? No, we'll no, we're next. Nashville. 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 Yeah. We can get oh there. my god. Nashville. It's Nashville. one of the country music bitches. And did it end? It did. It did end, yeah. It naturally. It naturally died. Natural causes. Yeah, it died of natural causes. Natural causes. Full development. Nashville causes. Nashville causes, indeed. But follow us. Do follow us. You made it here. That's weird. What are you doing here? Yeah, follow us. So what I miss, what I miss is what we're calling. Yeah. How can they find us on Instagram? On the Instagram. SoundCloud. On the SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com. On the Twitter. So what... D miss podcast. So, so what do you miss? So, so what I miss? So what I miss? The, the what is like a uh, a contraction. Uh, what?